Namaste. Today we read a very small but very beautiful prayer. A prayer which is actually the essence of sadhana. What should be our aspiration? As we know in Shurabindo's yoga, the aspiration is not for nirvana. Of course, we have to be free from ignorance, which is the true moksha. It is not even to become a superman or a supramental being because that can lead on the direction of the ego and self-aggrandization. It is not for having this or that experience and feel puffed up and have an aggrandized spiritual ego. But very simply to submit and surrender ourselves at the feet of Sri and the Mother. To open ourselves in a receptivity, integral receptivity and present ourselves before them just as we are with all our so-called capacities as well as defects so that they can be used by them for their work. And this is the essence of the prayer of April 4th 1914 See how the prayer begins Prayer Imagine when we meet somebody What do we do? We don't start saying You know I want this Or I want to do this No We first greet Very often we are in a hurry to pray Oh I have come People stand before a Divinity or go to Whatever a temple Or this place or that place and they start telling their list of prayer and then walk away from there without even listening to the, to the divine. But it starts with an adoration. Oh Lord, your beauty, your love, your grace with the gratitude in the heart. So she starts with this, Oh Lord, my adoration rises ardently towards thee. All my being is like an aspiration, a flame, which is consecrated to thee. It's a prayer of consecration. She is aspiring so that her entire being may be consecrated. Now this word consecration is very interesting. Consecration is to sanctify our being. It is to purify the being. It is to make it into something worthy. It is basically, if we have to use a Hindi word, it is yagna. Unfortunately, we use the word sacrifice. Now, sacrifice word gives all kinds of connotation. For instance, it's like something very painful that we have to do. But consecration literally means that now by giving it to you, you will. it is consecrated. Now, it doesn't belong to me. So, it is sanctified by the divine touch. Like when we offer a meal to the divine, it becomes a prasad. Because it is thus sanctified by the divine touch. Similarly, when we offer a house or any object to the divine that we are using, even a human relationship to the divine, then that becomes sanctified by the divine touch and now it is consecrated. We have to regard it as something which the divine has now given to us and not something which has come to us in the course of our life or by some chance or circumstances, some destiny. But we have given it to the divine and now the divine has given it to us. He will keep it as long as he wants it, he will take it when he thinks that he should take it away. But it is now the divines and we have to take that with full responsibility till it is with us in our hands. As a trustee, we must treat it. So she is consecrating her entire being. O Lord, Lord, my sweet master, it is thou who livest and willest in me. For this we can say that may this become true of all of us. That no more the ego, our old identities, but may the Lord, the Divine, the Master and Mother, 
they live in us and will in us. This willing in us is what is called in the Gita as Sarva Sankalpa Sanyasi. That I no more have a will of my own or rather I offer my will to you. Then this will becomes slowly moved by the divine will and in all our actions, thoughts, speech, feelings, this will begins to express itself. Will with a capital W, that is the divine will. And now comes the great offering because someone asked the mother, Mother, what is it that can I, I can offer to you? Mother said, there is always something you can offer. I remember the experience of a devotee lady who uh, was recounting that, you know, when she went to Shirobindo's room uh, on a birthday and uh, suddenly she was looking for her, for some money that she had kept in the purse to offer there. But she couldn't find. Maybe, you know, she went into that state when, you know, in Shirobindo's room, uh, where is the money and all that. Then she was a clairvoyant. She is a clairvoyant lady. She heard a voice uh, tell her that you can offer your money anywhere in the ashram. But here, offer yourself. So this is what she discovered and realized and she offered herself. This is what we see. The mother is offering her, her entire being to the Lord and this is the path she is showing to us again and again all these prayers. One of their purposes, one is experiences, meditations which reveal to us a deeper and profound knowledge but most important through these prayers she is showing us the way of the aspiring psychic before the divine. So what is she offering? Not just some money which is easy. Very often people offer a little bit of what they have in plenty. And mother says that old ladies, half a mango is far more precious than somebody who has crores of rupees and offers a few thousand as if he is making a great offering. So still that is okay. That is one of the offering. Here she is offering her life and everything. This body is thy instrument. This will is thy servant. This intelligence is thy tool. And the whole is only thyself. Now it sounds very beautiful and simple. What it means the moment we offer the body as instrument of the divine. It means we cannot allow it to be misused by the forces of ego, desire, fear and all the rest. Because now it is the divine instrument. We have to take care in, in that way. It is an instrument consecrated to the divine. Once Champaklalji, he wanted to donate his eyes, uh, you know, because eye donation and all this was going on. And he said, Mother, I want to fill up the form for eye donation. Mother immediately kept her uh, hand over the eyes and said, No, 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 Champak, these are my eyes. You can't give it to anybody else. So imagine that to make the body, to aspire for the body to be the mother's instrument, that means... We cannot allow it. Like at one place he says, if we allow however small a falsehood to be expressed in thought and speech, how can we claim to be an instrument of the divine or instrument of the truth? So, now of course it's in thought and speech doesn't mean something we are quoting from memory and somewhere, you know, uh, something is missing that. Uh, even Shurabindra and the mother have spoken about it very clearly. It's about falsehood. Willfully, we are trying to twist things. We are trying to deceive. Even sometimes in so-called good faith. So if we try those falsehood to express through ourselves the, and try to deceive the divine, how can we be instruments of truth? So when the body is the instrument, that means speech. We cannot use speech. To express sordid language, coarse language, abuses. Mother even goes on to say it is like spiritual suicide when we use this, uh, the speech for slander and especially using malicious speech. 
full of uh, you know abusive words then we are actually committing spiritual suicide similarly how can we use our eyes to see things which are um, not ugly in the sense that in ugliness we can see divine but things which are very dark which are very harmful or ears to hear things which are let us say for the ears to hear ninda of the lord how can we allow our ears to do that we see you know how in uh, shishupal sabha shri krishna Uh, teaches the uh, lesson so because these ears must always be happy to hear the glory of the lord and not and one place shurbindo spoke when eshadi as a child got very angry even sahanadi when somebody was criticizing shurbindo and the mother and she got very angry and she asked what should i do is it a correct attitude shurbindo said it's a psychic attitude and even he said when amal kiran experienced this kind of great flame eating at his heart when somebody criticized uh, uh the mother she uh, said it is a psychic flame and it will go on burning till it arrives at its uh, purpose so it is part of the even uh, when shirobindo was asked what is this feeling that makes me feel very sad and angry when somebody criticizes you and says things against you and shirobindo writes the word psychic feeling so Uh, to use our heart to use our ears for hearing the glory of the divine to use our eyes to see the divine everywhere even in things which are outwardly ugly and misshapen and deformed to see to use our heart to love the divine to use our lungs to have energy to do the divine work to use each and every organ each and every limb at the service of the divine so this is what is meant by body becoming the instrument similarly no more personal will our our will should be used only to serve the divine no more for egoistic satisfactions to satisfy our desires preferences but where we see that it is the divine will we can insist on that because we know but not insist with an insistence but you know shurbindo's beautiful never shurbindo asked anything for himself there was nothing like i want this i need this never uh, all who were in attendance they reveal that truth so even the mother never something for herself but this will only for the instrument of the divine work and intelligence on which man prides himself what is its use if it is not meant to serve the divine for the glory and light of the divine to flow through the mind through thought through intelligence through speech and writing and all other manifold uses of the intelligence whether it be in uh, repairing something whether it be in creating something intelligence is manifested people mistake intelligence for only intellectual ability to play with thoughts no intelligence is a multifaceted thing even when the workman does work with this tool it is one form of intelligence that's why we see maha saraswati is the goddess of learning Uh, this learning applies in every and this what we um, in every direction this what we see today modern theories of intelligence say the same thing intelligence is one but it can it can ap- apply in various fields including the physical field so this intelligence should be your tool and the whole is only thyself and it's such a beautiful prayer may this prayer become ours and forever we may live with this state may it be fulfilled for all of us it's a long journey but it should be fulfilled may each breath and heartbeat become the lord's instrument i'll read it again april 4th 1914 o lord my adoration rises ardently towards thee all my being is like an aspiration a flame which is consecrated to thee o lord lord my sweet master 
it is thou who livest and willest in me this body is thy instrument this will is thy servant this intelligence is thy tool and the whole is only thyself namaste